takes a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and faith. Join our familia as we learn together, laugh, and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. Welcome to A Little Mass. Hey, familia. This is Celeste. And Mabel. You see how she had to get that in real quick? (laughs) (laughs) This is Chicka Chicka Mabel. (laughs) And we are coming to you live. <laughs> I think we, and we are a little mild. I was like, uh, <laughs> we just started. <laughs> episode 26. Yep, we just got the episode started. You're going to close us out, huh? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited about this one. It's going to be lots of fun. We're going to stay true to our name for this one with a little mass <laughs> of everything. Uh, before we get to all of that, though, mm-hmm. uh, can I just tell you how crazy my week has been, Sadie? Oh, Girl, tell me about it. I know, like I've told you, you know, here and there, it just, it really was. Like, my little one was sick. Um, my husband and I got little to no sleep. Eesh, that's rough. Uh, I've just been, like, busy after busy after busy, like, with all these different things. And it's just like, oh, man, it's nice to just sit here and rest with you. Aw, you know, I appreciate see it. See a pretty face, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm looking like raccoon eyes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's true. I've been really looking forward to this. It's my little break, you know, that Aww. I get. And uh, Familia, just so you know, Celeste and I just ran, before we hit record, we ran outside because we heard the ice cream man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, is that the paletero man? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it is. I think it is. So we like head out there. I had no shoes on. I'm like hardcore flagging down the guy. And he looks at me, he smiles. He's like, I see you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm coming, crazy ladies. <laughs> so uh, needless to say, we're a little hyped up on sugar. Yeah, that's right. But okay, so my week, right? So let me tell you a creepy thing that happened to me this week. Oh my okay. gosh, what? So a couple days ago. You've been having creepy things happen to you lately, though. Yeah, I know. <gasps> I don't know what's going on right now. Oh my god. I am, yes. Okay, so I went to uh, Joanne's. Uh-huh. Okay. And. Um, I just can't at that store. <laughs> I just think about that episode. We talked about like, oh, yeah. the gift card. Oh, gosh. Anyhow. Yes. Yes, okay. So I was at Joanne's, mm-hmm. right? And I'm talking to Maritita. I went with her. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I really want to sew. Because she was telling me like her aunt, her aunt sews. And oh, yeah. I just, I, I love hearing stories of like, or I'm just so amazed by people that can make a whole outfit. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. And so I was like, man, I was like, I really wish I could take classes. And so she was telling me she knows how to sew with a sewing machine. I don't. And you have. Yeah. I mentioned you. I was yeah, like, I mean, I've you made know. like costumes for, well, that's what I'm for saying. my daughter. Yeah. I told her, I was like, you know who knows how to sew? And I was like, guess who? Celeste. Perfect <laughs> hater. Celeste. You was a hater. God gave her all of the talent. <laughs> and Whatever. <laughs> and so I was like, I really would like to, you know, but I, I just, I don't, it feels daunting to me. It's actually not that hard moves because I'm not like a pro, but you know, patterns and stuff help. Uh-huh. It's, it's really not, That's I love it because said. it's just like, it's creative and it's really just, you kind of get the hang of it, Yeah, you know? And, and a lot of it, I just, I, I, I'm self-taught. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you would get it. You definitely uh, would pick maybe, it up. Maybe, but it just intrigues me. Yeah. And, um, and so anyway, so I was thinking that, and then we were looking for like patterns for dresses and I saw this one dress that um, I thought was super cute. And I've been trying to find this type of a dress like in stores everywhere. Yeah. So I took a picture of it with my phone, right? Uh-huh. And was like, oh, this is exciting. And then... Of the case, dress that you like. Of the dress that I like, okay. the pattern, right? Yes. And the picture. 
And I kid you not, Sally, that night I come home and um, I had, I went online and I was on one of my social media accounts and Mm -hmm. one of the first ads that I see is for a sewing machine. Heck no. Yeah. Are you serious? No. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because I only get those types of ads after I've looked for something. Like, say I was looking on Amazon or Etsy or whatever, and I purchased something Uh or I put it in my cart. Then it comes up as like a suggestion. Oh, and I see them all day, every day. But Uh not if I haven't looked for them. So that's what I'm trying to tell you, right? That's crazy. I I hadn't Googled search. I hadn't Google searched anything about sewing, right? This whole conversation took place in the Joannes. Okay. Heck no. I didn't Google search anything, not even incognito mode. Your phone is tapped. Yes. I, um... I hadn't purchased anything oh to do with gosh. sewing on Amazon or anything. Again, this was all just verbalized besides that picture that I took, right? My geo settings are off on my pictures, like my location, everything yeah. is off. Um, I didn't purchase anything at but Joanne's. But that's crazy because even if you took a picture of the print of the dress, you would think maybe you'd get like clothing advertisements. I, okay. But, but you could clearly see the picture was from one of those, you know, like the catalogs for you, you okay so you go to the catalog so because you took a picture of like a template a catalog or a for, pattern for the patterns right because oh you look for you, you look for your dress in these catalogs and then it gives you the number and then you that's go look weird for the that pattern. has not happened to me i've taken pictures of products online no, yeah. you know as i'm trying to price match uh-huh. and i've never had an ad come up that's crazy Ooh, girl silly so i was like that's freaking scary. out because i'm like what i have never gotten oh my it's just gosh. it would be really weird if it was coincidental you know so Ooh, I, I have never that's gotten that for a sewing machine ever. Mm-mm. And it was for, what's the big um, brand? Brother. brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. For brother sewing machines. And I was like, what oh is going gosh. on right now? <gasps> the only thing I can think of, I'm telling you, was that picture. That's the only thing I took on my Dude, phone. Even when I was like searching for, over the holidays mm-hmm. for a sewing machine for my mother-in-law, yeah. I didn't get any ads. That's crazy. Oh my gosh, that's scary. I did. On my that Instagram, I got, okay. boom, an ad right <gasps> there. Ooh. You wanted to throw away your phone, didn't you? I was just freaking out a little bit because I was like, what is going on that right is now? not okay. Yeah. I oh was like, I gosh. get if like I searched it afterwards and was like, oh, how to, how to sew yeah. or sewing classes, you know, or if I, if I had maybe looked up, um, I don't know, something, patterns, but I had looked up nothing because I had no time after I got back from home. Mm-mm. I got straight back to like doing housework and all of this. I was freaking out, sister. Um, okay, so this episode we're really excited about, like Sally said, because this is going to be our A Little Mess episode. It's the one with all the banter. Yeah, yeah. And if you know us, Familia, you know we love banter. Yes. And not just that, but our sister Evie would be so proud of us because <laughs> we kind of just did a play on the title names for friends. Because you know how friends will always start with the one with the breakup, the mm-hmm. one uh, with the turkey, the one, you know. So <laughs> this is for you, Evie. Okay. Um, we haven't really had time to go real in depth with um, different things that are going on or yeah. different articles that we've read. So Sunny and I said, you know what? We're going to allow ourselves an episode where it's all just that. Yeah, today's just fun day. You know, us women, we can do what we want. I'm That's what I said. <laughs> Girl, that, is that, that not what I said? I said, look, <laughs> th- we just came off of having, you know, International Women's Day. Uh-huh. And so now it's like women's month mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i mean hey, women do what women, we want women <laughs> yeah so that's not to exclude our brothers out there you know no what I'm saying? no but, no no not at all you know let's just let's just let us have our month you know what i'm saying <laughs> we work hard <laughs> yeah, we work real hard um yeah so today is the one with all the banter so we're gonna go through a couple of things that we found really interesting that came up either on our news feeds or um yeah Stuff that we sent each other. We're like, did you read this article? (laughs) (laughs) And um, so our first one that 
we ran into was a Time Magazine article entitled, A Toddler Accidentally Locked an iPhone for Nearly Half a Century. Mm-mm. So specifically, he locked his mom's phone for 47 years. That's crazy. How you like them apples? This is crazy. This is crazy. Because <laughs> I remember actually, maybe you shared this one with me. Uh-huh. And as you were just kind of describing the title to me, I was like, that's crazy. What is that? What do you mean locked it? Like, did he stick it in a cupboard? Like, what did he do? Uh-huh. Uh, maybe in like the safe Ooh, girl, or something. Okay. I, I mean, I love you, but you real like <laughs> not on the times. Because <laughs> when I saw the title, I, and I haven't owned an iPhone for that long. Maybe I automatically <laughs> knew that this little boy locked his mom's phone like the no, screen. No, I did not. I did, it didn't like it didn't naturally register to me. What type of evil child <laughs> is going to lock their mama's phone in a cupboard? That's what I was wondering. I'm like, how does this century? even make sense? Like, what is this? And as I read the article, I start tripping out, and I like I'm laughing hysterically because I'm like, oh my gosh, duh. Yeah, I've done this. It's ridiculous. Like I've locked it. I've locked myself out of my phone for an hour. Oh, you have? Because I sat there still trying to plug in my freaking. Why would you do that? It started off. My daughter was messing with my phone. Okay. And she knows my password, right? Uh Now I'm gonna change that. Now that I just said that out loud. (laughs) (laughs) So um, so yeah. So she's messing with it, and she couldn't figure it out. And so um, she locked me out for like maybe five minutes, and then it. It gradually increases, right? Uh-huh. And so it goes to 10 minutes and then 15 and yeah. 30. And then I was, try- okay, let me try. I tried maybe three times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but this is the password. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't working. And so next thing I know, I'm locked out for an hour. And I said, I'm done. I just gave up and stopped. I can't imagine locking your phone out for 47, yeah. 47 or 45 years. How 47 long? years. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I can't even believe it. <laughs> so this mom. <laughs> can't even believe right, it. She only identified herself as Miss Lou. Um, she was from Shanghai and pretty much her little one was watching educational videos and he's, uh, so I don't know, they don't say his age, but he was a toddler Yeah, and he accidentally, um, disabled the phone because he kept he pressing was, in the password. He was trying to put in it the incorrect password. One. Yeah. <laughs> and this poor mom was freaking out, didn't know how to fix it. And so she finally, must not have realized until it was too late. He must yeah. have just kept punching away, punching away, punching mm-hmm. away. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's crazy. At that point, what do you do? Well, eventually they said the alternative mode of accessing the phone is to oh, yeah, wipe resetting it, it with mm-hmm. a va- uh, yeah, a factory reset. Right? That's right. Can I like just give out my advice, please? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I'm, I'm hyped. <laughs> yeah, you are. This day, strawberry paleta no. right here. Okay. Can I just tell you, you, familia, this girl is eating her strawberry paleta <laughs> as we are recording. I just That's see her truth. munching on it over there on the side. I have to pull away from the mic for a second <laughs> so you guys don't get, you know, my oh swallows. My gosh. Can you just like hurry up and finish it, please? Um, Yeah, and so that's why they recommend, you know, to please back up all of your data because this poor mom lost everything. Um, (laughs) And it says iPhones can become locked with six failed attempts at inputting a password on the lock screen. And the amount of time for which the phone is locked can compound with ongoing attempts to break in. So I know it. I'm telling you, I know it firsthand. Yeah. We kept trying and trying and trying. And it was just like... (laughs) (laughs) I remember being so mad because it was like after I had just done the... um, Oh my gosh, what is it? the system update mm-hmm. right like every once in a while software will say yes. you know and so i remember i had done that and what here's what had sucked is i had hooked it up to like the fingerprint mm-hmm. and after that it was just everything went haywire 
Oh, and wow. I had to do like a hard reset on everything. Ugh. It actually was my iPad. Yeah. That's what it was. It wasn't my phone. It was my iPad. And so it was horrible. It was a well, hot you mess. You and I have been talking. We talked about this today, mm-hmm. right? About, okay, look, this is not to diss on iPhones. We are iPhone owners. And yes. if, you know, you've listened to a couple of our older episodes, you realize I, for instance, am the newest mm-hmm. iPhone owner. I was always Android all the way. Mm-hmm. Selly, what, early last year? Or have you had it for longer now, your iPhone? No, it probably was early last year. Right. You you yeah, transitioned yeah. over. Yeah. And, well, we were talking about how nice it is that everything seamlessly Seems. connects and Because that's the thing is we had other Apple products. We just didn't yes. have the phone yes. years ago. Exactly. So, yeah. And so I love the fact that, you know, if I copy something on my computer, it'll, I can oh, yeah. paste it on my yeah. phone. It's the most amazing yeah. thing. I love that. I love the fact that, like, for us... The notepads that we use for like episode ideas, mm-hmm. banter idea topics, stuff like that. We have a note. Um, we have a you know different folder within our note right. pages. I agree. And we're all synced to it. And so mm-hmm. we all see when changes have been made. That's wonderful. Yeah. We couldn't do that if we didn't all have nope. this phone. Mm-hmm. But there are some little things here and there that annoy. Yeah, little quirks here and there. The heck out I of agree. me with these phones. Like for instance, today I was trying to edit out one of our note pages and I select the entire, uh, what is it? The entire text. Mm-hmm. I want to then, I'm hoping that my keyboard will pop up, right? And will allow me to delete the entire text mm-hmm. and it won't pop up. Or the little banner that comes up will only be copy, share, and look up. Yeah. And I need, I need delete, delete or, or <laughs> cut, you know? And I'm like, this is ridiculous. It drives me crazy. Yeah. It happens all the time when I'm in that notepad. <laughs> so I, it's easier for me just to do the dumb notepad on my computer because yeah. I can, you know, I can select it and then cut it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I know. iPhone, you'd I fix know. that for <laughs> real. So annoying. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was my little rant. Um, so poor mama. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. Because even if you don't have kids, this can happen to any yes, one of can. us. I have seen those pictures of like, your iPhone is locked for a million some years. Have you oh seen gosh. those? <laughs> oh, no. It's terrible. A million and some years. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I, I mean, at what point do you just say, look, I don't know my password. Let me reset it. No, but that's what sucks about the Apple products, though, uh-huh. is you can't reset it. Because the time that I locked myself out yeah. after my daughter had messed with it and then I was trying to fix uh-huh. it, it would not. You know, like, say you do it on your email account or whatever. Yes. It'll give you an option. Even like, I don't know, a credit card company mm-hmm. will allow you the option to if you don't remember to say okay i forgot my password they'll Reset send you a link it, yeah. all of that apple won't let you do that once you forget it you forget it you have to wait for the time to expire and then you can try again wow it's crazy i remember but that's when it, i became very frustrated isn't it the same like whether you use the digits or whether you use the fingerprint all of it it's all the same no but what i'm saying is um that's all attached to your apple id yes. right so you could technically change all of that you but just have to go. You have through to do it before ID. you lock yourself out. Because I did that. I had already changed it, but I was already locked out, and I had to wait for the time to expire. Okay, so this is my question, though. Yes. When you waited for the time to expire, you obviously had to use another device. Mm-hmm. Did you go on that device and then try to reset your password, yes. your ID there? Yes. And were you successful? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So that's what you're saying. Yes. You just have to wait till it. You have to wait for that time. I can't do it. Like in the meantime. I don't want to have to wait an hour. Yeah. Like I need it now. Yes. And it sucks that I have to wait an hour for the time, the clock to run down mm-hmm. and then say, okay, now you can, you know, access. Cause I can look, I can, I can change my password. No problem mm-hmm. on iTunes, whatever, you know, I can do that all day, Yes, but it does me no good if I can't do it on the device I want to unlock uh-huh. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? I got a hacker. You got a hacker. 
I look, today is not, the, I'm just kidding. Today is not the day, Satan. I guess today is just animation day for me. Animation day. All right. Um, our next uh, article that we wanted to discuss, um, our banter topic was, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow says Chris Martin is like her brother. Yeah. Now, if you don't know the whole story between uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin, they used to be married, right? They were married for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And then they divorced. And they had a good marriage, it seemed They like. had a good yeah. marriage, yeah. And then they went through this, well, what Gwyneth called a conscious mm-hmm. uncoupling, right? So something she would <laughs> no, say. Totally okay. her. She, oh, my yeah. goodness. So everybody went wild with this term, right? Conscious uncoupling. And pretty much she was trying to say, like, look, it's because we consciously made the decision we to uncouple. It. But there's still a lot of love there. We still are going to co-parent. We're still going to be there for our kids. Um, and we still are going to be really good friends. And she she wanted something different from like what you see on other PR statements from other celebrities that get mm-hmm. divorced, you know, mm-hmm. where they just say, we're really good friends and we hope to, you know, we're going to stay that way. And then you see them that they never right, talk again. Right. She didn't want that to happen because she says she really does care for Chris Martin. It just... It was time for them to move on to, to uncouple, thing. For, to consciously uncouple. Okay, <laughs> but where it gets okay, so fine, that that's done and over mm-hmm. with. But um, the question is, and this was a Women's Health article, was once lovers, now oh. more like mm-hmm. siblings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just. So it says, if you were wondering if Gwyneth Paltrow and her ex-husband, Chris Martin, stay in contact, the answer is yes. And they're doing just fine. She said on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, he's really like my brother. We're very familial. It's nice. It's great. I just don't know why you wouldn't just say he's just a really good friend. He's like a really close friend. Maybe for her, it's just a brother is so much more. Okay. The reason why I'm highlighting this is only Mm -hmm. because... Yes, it's it's a little strange to me. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't either. You know, my husband and I separating and then later on being like, he's, he's like, like my, my brother. brother. <laughs> like, no, just no. Like, we were, we had a relationship, you know? We were intimate on all sorts of levels. Yes. We, but he's your brother. But he's my <laughs> brother. <laughs> like, wow. it makes me feel when Angelina Jolie, you know, Years Kissed ago, brother? yeah, and that yeah, one Oscar. So <laughs> when they kiss on the lips, yes. and I'm just like, Ugh. I mean, and it wasn't just okay, familia. This is the dealio. It wasn't just like okay, fine. They kissed on the lips. Oh, there are families that do that. Mm-hmm. This was it like was not a quick peck, a sensual. Yes, this is my when I uh, spouse no, or yes, this it, is my partner yes, type kiss. That is that is it. You the kiss looked like they could have been a couple. Yes, and I was like, no, no, no. It was just so. What odd. is this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And then and then it says because then her her Oscar speech made it even more so because she's like, I just love my brother. Mm-hmm. And okay, it's not even that fine. Great girl, you love your brother. I love mm-hmm. my brother too. Right. But it was she. It just it was made the everyone way they feel went so about it. Awkward. It was just creeperish. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. But that was back in the day, goth. You know. Angelina Jolie, but back to Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> it's just very odd to me. I don't know if I could do that. I mean, more power to her yeah. and Chris. They can be very familial in yeah. this way, like siblings. Mm-hmm. It's just very different yeah. for me. I think it's great that they can have such a great relationship with one another in the sense that they're still really close. They still consider each other friends. You know, they um they vacation together for the mm-hmm. you know for the sake of the family and yeah. still being you know in close proximity that's wonderful i just think 
the the label that she used for her relationship could have been a little different. What what do you think would have been better? I don't know. I mean, like I said, a close friend. Mm-hmm. I, family would have been he's fine like, because technically you're still family. <laughs> you're co-parenting. Say, I just brother. He's like my uncle. <laughs> oh, that's even. Pre- <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> he, okay, he's like my stepbrother. <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> I don't know. I just. But then there's no blood relation there anymore. Look, at the end, she could have just said, she could have just said, <laughs> she could have just said, we're family. Uh-huh. And that's it. Left it at that. Family, period. But I think she wanted, we're family she, once she upon needed a, time a stronger anyway. word than that. Brother was not the right one. <laughs> Neither is father. Brother, brother, brother. <laughs> I just know. Family would have been enough. Well, it's, we're it's family, very odd. We're familial. Yes. Awesome. You don't have to label him your brother. Well, familia, let us know what you think, right? I don't think that's right. Um, email <laughs> us at a little must podcast at gmail.com and let us know if you would consider an ex-partner a brother or a sister, right? Is that something that you could do? Half the we people can't even consider them friends after they're done. <laughs> yeah, I can't right. even imagine a brother. Right. That's what I'm saying. So let us know, familia. Uh, because I'm very intrigued. Me too. Me Maybe too. Selena are the only the only ones that think it's just a little odd. Mm-hmm. You know, once lovers, more like siblings. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on to our next banter topic. We've entitled this Appropriating Much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that was good. <laughs> um I know we touched on the topic of cultural appropriation a couple episodes ago with our younger sisters. Mm -hmm. We came across this article that's really big right now. It's about Bruno Mars and the fact that the Grapevine channel, which is a YouTube channel, had a... They, their setup is they have a roundtable discussion mm-hmm. about different topics, yep. and it's a lot more than that. It's a roundtable with people, but also people on you know the sides of the room, yeah. and there's a lot of different opinions, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little uh, disclaimer here. They do use some strong language, mm-hmm. so if you watch it. It was really interesting to watch it, though, because they were having a discussion about Bruno Mars and whether or not he was appropriating black culture. Mm-hmm. When I introduced this to Sally, how did you react? I said, yep, I can understand that. <laughs> you mm-hmm. did. I really was like, yes, I could definitely see that. <laughs> yeah. I was just taken back. I was like, okay, so dad. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to read you guys, or uh, Familia, a couple of the quotes, and you too, Selim. Mm-hmm. And I just want to hear your thoughts. So one of the quotes that really struck me was, someone said, his racial ambiguity helps him transcend genres and cultures. What do you think about that? I would have to say that I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that. I mean, I think it's true. Mm-hmm. I think he has been, he has had the opportunity to kind of meld really easily into any type of culture um, and genre because of the fact that you don't really know what he is. Yeah. So it, it's easier to accept, you know, to okay. accept someone like him. So we know that he was born in Honolulu to a Filipino mother and a father who is half Puerto Rican and half Ashken. I'm sorry, I'm going to totally butcher this. Ashkenazi Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he is a little, you know, when you see him, you're just like, you don't know if yeah, he's... Yeah, you can't really you, pinpoint yeah, it. Like, what? What he is, right? Yeah. And so somebody else said also something very interesting was, he's the guy invited to everyone's cookout mm-hmm. because he just seems like he fits in oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Now, 
another person was trying to refute the fact that maybe he's not appropriating. He's just an artist standing on the shoulders of giants. Okay. And I thought, I think there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like he takes from people like Charlie Wilson. He takes from funk bands. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree with that. Jazz group. He takes a whole bunch of elements, hip hop, R&B elements. Mm-hmm. But he's usually really good at giving credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. He knows yeah, that. I'll give, you, I'll give him that. Yeah. He knows that he didn't come up with this on his no. own. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the songs are reminiscent of older songs like uh, what was the one? Um, Uptown Funk. Yes. Right. Um, and so. But I, I agree with what you're saying, though, is if he if he weren't, you know, if he didn't look as though he were some type of, I don't know, either Hispanic or because he has yeah. brown skin. Like if he didn't look like he could fit in. Yes. Then, yeah, there I might think it would be a, be a problem big with problem. a lot of people, yeah. you know, because I mean, look at uh, what was his name? Robin Thicke. Oh, that yeah. How people were so yeah, yeah. upset with him because they felt That's like he right. was appropriating. I forgot all about him. You're yeah. Right. Um, African-American yeah, culture. Yeah. And so people were super upset with him. People, people mm-hmm. bash on Justin Timberlake because they say that he takes from R&B yeah. elements and appropriates the culture and doesn't mm-hmm. ever give any credit, you know? So I think with Bruno Mars, however, because, again, he has brown skin, Mm -hmm. he looks like he can fit the part. I mean, he has a good, um, you know, fro on his head like it just seems like he could fit. Mm -hmm. I don't think I don't think he's doing it from a bad place. And that's where a lot of people were talking about within this forum Mm -hmm. was um, some people were saying he's not coming from a bad place. I think he understands that he's, again, on the shoulders of giants. Right. So is it appropriate or is it not? And I'm not trying to come to an answer here. I think it's whatever it is you, you know, familia, if you think a certain way. Mm-hmm. But it, it, he is, he is very much on that line. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's where you're coming from. Setting. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, actually, I don't even know if I said it yet, but I love Bruno Mars. I mm-hmm. think he's amazing. I think he's a very talented young man. I think, you know, what he puts out there is great stuff. He's got great music. He's talented hands down. Yeah. You know, but there is a little bit of cultural appropriation. If we're being honest, mm-hmm. you know, it works in his favor. Like we've mentioned, because he has, you know, a little color, you know, to his skin. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there is that cultural ambiguity that you're not quite sure. What is he? What is he not? You don't really question it because you're just like, well, I can see that, you know, there's something about him that maybe, yeah. you know, we'll give him this pass. Um, and I and I and I, I agree with you. I do think that he's coming from a really good place. I think, you know, he does appreciate the cultures that, you know, he is um, taking from yes. or rep- uh, trying to represent yes. in a way because we talked about yes. how he he very much has a lot of things that are very reminiscent of chicano culture yes. uh even like the whole zoot suit thing yes. you know mm-hmm. it, it does it would remind me of chicano movies mm-hmm. uh, or stories that i would read i mean i haven't read him ever giving any credit to it no. i'm not sure but you wonder too how much of that is I mean, he's got to have been, he has to have been exposed to a lot of these things too. Mm -hmm. So on some level too, you know, we talked about in our previous podcast about how much of it too is like 
you know, we were talking about culture appropriation and, and when are we like, okay, I, I can, I can understand it coming from the sense that you grew up in that culture. So maybe you're not from that culture, but you were, you were raised in that culture and you know it and you breathe it. And the people that you love are from that culture. So then I'm like, okay, great. It's possible. I don't know. I don't want to knock him and say, you know, he he has mentioned that, right? He has mentioned that he very much, you know, when he would come out to LA too, Mm -hmm. was very much in, you know, he had Chicano friends, yeah. all this stuff. And you it does rub yeah. off on you. And it becomes a part yes. of you. And so it could be that. And in that case, I mean, hey, more power to you. He's super successful. Um, I don't think he's coming at it from like this place of malice or, you know, to be like, I'm going to take this from them. I don't think it's coming from that. But if, we, if we're being honest and calling it what it is, he does, you know, culturally appropriate. Um, but I don't know that it's in a way to like take away. Like you said, I think the important thing is he is giving credit where credit is due when possible, mm-hmm. you know? But if I'm being honest, he that is what he's doing. He's, yeah. you know, appropriating the culture or the cultures, depending on what he's taken from. Yeah, because there's, there's, you know, there's, there's quite a few, <laughs> yeah. if we're being real. Um, <laughs> one of the statements I know, Sally, got you fired up as we were watching the video mm-hmm. was somebody had said, they were talking about Michael Jackson. They said, this young lady said, Michael wouldn't have made it today in today's musical industry Mm -hmm. he would not have made it as big as he was and i think that statement is completely wrong Mm -hmm. because as a musician and me just thinking musicianshiply okay yeah (laughs) he was a dynamite musician Mm -hmm. he knew what he was doing Mm -hmm. his musicians that played with him are like some of the tops out there right Mm -hmm. in the world so i'm thinking his stuff is still timeless, classic. Like you can listen to one oh, of his yeah. old albums and it's like, it still makes sense today. Exactly. And you can still groove to it today. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, how could you say he would not make it in today's time? Because everyone's mimicking his sound today. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have, for instance, Justin Timberlake pulling elements of his. Uh, you hear singers that sound kind of like a Michael Jackson reminiscent type yeah. of a thing. He was amazing. Yes, he was. So what do you think, Celine? Uh, ditto to everything. I wish I would have talked first. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree with you 100%. I think, I mean, even just, I've watched so many documentaries on Michael Jackson. Like, I love him. Yeah. I think he's amazing. We know. (laughs) Well, so much so your little daughter wanted to marry him. (laughs) No, the day, remember, did I tell you guys? Did I share on the the podcast? No, you've never shared this on the podcast, I think. The day she found out that he was dead already, Mm -hmm. because we were, you know, we introduced her to the music, but, and she loves it, but we never really talked about like, is he alive or isn't he? Yeah. And then one day she's like, mom, I would love to go to one of his concerts. Like, mommy, can we ever go to a concert? And I was like, oh baby, we can't. And she's like, why? And I'm like, he's not alive anymore. Oh, you're breaking my and heart. And she was like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. And it was like the saddest day ever for her, you know? Yeah. And it was like, but we get to go to tribute bands. And so we've done that and she loves it. Oh, you I know? love that. But it's like, oh my gosh, he was amazing. And any person that you ever talk to that's a musician now or from back in the day, back in Motown time uh-huh. would tell you like his dedication, his commitment, his, drive, his attention to yes. detail, his drive. Yes, his, pas- his passion for it. I almost lost my voice because I'm so damn passionate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but like everything in him wanted to provide great music. He was an artist. He was a musician. He was um, incredible. Mm-hmm. Great talent. Yeah. And so for her to say that he would not have made it in today's time, I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. He'd have found a way. Let's be real. He would have. He would have found a way. Yes. You know, and if, I mean, I can't, 
I can't even imagine if he was still around, what kind of music he'd be putting out today. It'd be still cutting edge. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. That's just a crazy remark. Again, bogus. I'm just going to reiterate this. Artists take from him. Yes. A lot of the artists and sounds that we hear today Mm -hmm. are because they've heard it from Michael Jackson. And they all will say, oh my gosh, I loved his music listening to it. Yes. You know, I just so that's just crazy. That comment is obsolete. So a lot of these artists would not sound the way they do or the sounds that we hear, we would not hear if it weren't because he came first. Mm -hmm. So I think if he wouldn't have come and he would have done it now, he would have blown up. I mean, think about back in like his, when he was a tiny, tiny little, little one, right? Mm -hmm. As a kid singing the ABC song, you know, I mean, (laughs) he was, with all due respect to his siblings, he was better than the grown siblings he had you know what i'm saying like i'm not trying to be disrespectful but i mean janet was janet was good though janet's younger than him though she came out oh you're, you said i'm the talking about like siblings. tito and right. jerome and well, all he of had them. he had you know that x factor he is and he was younger way younger than them yes. and he carried the show mm-hmm. uh, he was gonna make it no matter what yeah doesn't matter so what when she time. said that i was like yeah. girl what you talking about mm-hmm. i'm sorry but i don't agree with that yeah mm-mm and she was a little harsh on uh, Bruno Mars. She was. She was. She was and I was like, oh, that's just getting real personal. And just, she said, I can't stand him. I hate him. And I was like, I what? Know. I was like, oh, you can't hate somebody you don't know. He's but- t- Bruno Mars is talented. He Regardless, is talented. he is very talented. You know, he's got this genesis quoi about him, you oh, know, that gosh. like. <laughs> He does, though, that just makes you, you know, I'm not going to lie. His songs are contagious Mm -hmm. and you want to groove and jam to them. That's what a great artist does. I think it is, like you were saying, all these influences on his life have really penetrated his music. Mm -hmm. But I do think eventually he's he's going to have to really know how to address the fact that, like you said, he is a bit you know, in a way, appropriating mm-hmm. certain things. And mm-hmm. how do you get around that? Or how do you bring credit, you know, to where, you know, it belongs? Yes. I, I don't know. They're, they're questions that seem almost like, man, they're daunting. But mm-hmm. he's an artist and he's up there and people see him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't yeah. know how he's going to figure that one out. But all right, Bruno. <laughs> okay. Our next banter segment is Hollywood and the Time's Up movement. Oh, yeah. You were real. I was very up about this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was all you, girl, because this was the way you were. Okay. So award season has gone uh-huh. and gone and gone. Come and gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But it Sunny. has also gone and gone. That yes. is true. <laughs> it's, that, it's that ice cream man. <laughs> messed us up. It has come and gone. Thank you, Sally. <laughs> And we we finalized it with the Oscars. Yes. There was a moment uh, at the Oscars that really struck me. There were a lot of really amazing moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, Coco won yeah. Best Animated, you know, movie. And the How amazing. Of Remember oh, the performance me. was amazing. Yes. Represent. Uh, Beautiful. You know, Guillermo del Toro won yes. for Best and Director. His speech. Oh, his speech. His was acceptance was speech. There was so much, yes. so many yes, good yes, things, yes. right? Uh, this was one of those moments. So Frances McDormand uh, goes up and she accepts her award. And her closing words in her Oscar speech were pretty much saying, well, she ended, she ended with two words, mm-hmm. right? And the two words were um, inclusion writers. Mm-hmm. And she's like, look it up pretty much. So I was <laughs> like, all right, girl, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> 
So I Leave looked it to up, you to do yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> I looked up, because I, I looked up inclusion writers, mm-hmm. and pretty much it's a, step, a stipulation that actors and actresses can ask or demand to have inserted into their contracts, which would require a certain level of diversity among a film's cast and crew. Mm. So they pretty much have this stipulation in their contract, right? I thought, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Why aren't more people doing this within mm-hmm. the film industry? Yeah. There should be more women, more people of color. Yes. Uh, people with different, I don't know, whatever it is, they should be working in this yes. industry. Now, I have felt for a while, and I've mentioned this to you guys, <laughs> that for me it feels a bit hypocritical mm-hmm. of some of Hollywood, not all. There are some big name actors that are doing wonderful things to really try to spur on this movement of, you know what, time's up. It's time for women to have equal representation mm-hmm. in the film industry, to have their voices heard. Uh, we just, we need better representation, right. pretty much. So the reason why I say it feels hypocritical to me is because then you see other people wearing these pins mm-hmm. that don't, they're not doing anything for this, yeah. right? To, to, to propel this movement forward. So it's kind of just to save face. It's just to save yeah. face. It's just to have this pin. To say, yeah, I agree, but yet I won't move a finger to do anything about exactly. it. Exactly. Or we hear Ugh. stories of how they are completely just not representing this movement right. and have done stuff that are just terrible things mm. and yet can still be up there mm-hmm. doing whatever they want. Right. You know, it just, it just something about it just sits so wrong within me, Sally. Yeah, I can understand that. Can I just tell you, girl? Can I tell you, familia? (laughs) Say it. Go ahead. It does. It really does bother me. So there was an article in December of Mm -hmm. last year that was stating that E! News host Kat Sadler uh, was leaving NBC, citing massive pay gap between her and her co-host, Jason Kennedy. Mm -hmm. She was shocked to learn that he was nearly making double her salary. Yeah, because weren't they like renegotiating her contract? Something like that. To see if she was going to stay on. Yes. And, ugh, that's and crazy. When, when she I found that, that out, she's like, no, 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 no. This is just not Because she found out okay. that he was making almost double what she double. was getting. That's yes. just, ugh. So she was like, this is ridiculous. And the article said that they have been in the business for about the same year, almost 20 years. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. When I read that, I was like, girl, yes. I'd be pissed too. So it's a little hard not to kind of take this out on Jason Kennedy. Yeah, because yeah. because he ends up staying after she leaves and he cites, you know, that they're really good friends. I honestly felt, when I, when I first read this, I was a little frustrated with mm-hmm. him. I know he addressed this later on, you know, that she's she's she wanted him to stay. She's fine with it, whatever. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But you have leverage, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're making double her salary. Yeah. He's like the, he's, he's almost up there with Ryan Seacrest on this network, right? So I'm thinking you had the pool. You could have very well said, look, Kat is my very good friend. Her and I have been co-hosting this thing for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. So either you pay her what she deserves Mm -hmm. and bring her up to my salary or we're both out. Which, and it's crazy because on some level you're like, ugh. Ugh. Like I'm thinking, okay, if that was me, I mean, you always you want to do for you and take care of your family and all that. But at the same token, then you read about people like but he the cast pennies. of Friends. That's true. That's true. You think about the cast of Friends, mm-hmm. right? Who banded together and yes. were like, no, we we will not come up and do any more episodes for mm-hmm. you unless we all get paid the exact the exact same amount, yeah, a million dollars you know? per episode. And and they got it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there is power in unity for sure. Yes. And so when I hear this and I read this and I think about these things, I'm like, you're right. 
if they had banded together, if he had, you know, maybe showed a little more solidarity with her, there probably could have been a difference. Yeah. You know, my guess is he was probably worried that maybe they would cut him. You never know. At the end of the day, no one is indispensable. That's true. I mean, look at Matt You know Lauer. what I'm saying? They cut him. Yeah. And he'd been there forever, but a whole different That's reason. A whole different I don't even want to get no, started to that. Never mind. <laughs> I'm done. I zipped it. But you're right. You're so right. I love that example of the Friends yes. cast because they did. And they there was a lot of them. And they were like, nope. This is how much we want to make exactly. all of us. And and that was actually very smart on their behalf because then there is no rivalry. No, oh, I don't want to be here. I'm, I can imagine how that just made for a very awesome workplace because there's you don't have to worry about who's making what or, you know. Yes. It's, it's all equal. Yeah. And so I was just a little disappointed with him. Again, he has addressed this. But I, I do. I almost feel like, man, but she left and she was very hurt. She yeah. didn't want to leave. Well, she, she had given so job. much time to them yeah, she as a network. It, but she just felt like, I can't do this. Yeah, that's I am not. Again, she knew her worth. Yeah. Like what we talked about Good last for episode. Her. Yes. She knew her worth and was like, I'm stepping away from yeah. this because you're not willing to pay yep. me what I deserve. Mm-hmm. I work just as hard as my coworker does. Mm-hmm. So she left. So during the Golden Globes, this was a big story because Deborah Messing was being interviewed by Juliana Rancic, who's one of oh, their yeah, correspondents yeah. on the red carpet. Right? Uh-huh. She pretty much called them out. She's like, I find it, she, you know, okay, let me back <laughs> it up. Juliana Rancic. I did not see this, so what happened? Okay. I want to yes. know. So Juliana Rancic pretty much asks her, not about really her clothes, because again, it's been a very touchy award season right. this year. Right. So she pretty much tells her, oh, I see you have the Time's Up pin, you know, what What does that mean to you? Or, you know, whatever. And Deborah Messing pretty much goes into it, and then she tells her, you know, and I really find it very disappointing. I love Kat. She's like, and I find it very disappointing on behalf of E <gasps> to not pay her what she deserves. Yeah. Again, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. But it was amazing. Yeah. It's like, yes, girl. She was in the know. And uh-huh. she knew. And yeah. But call them out. Yes. And so, oh you know, goodness. because of that, just a little tidbit, because of that, E! News supposedly was going to air... Uh, their live feed, like they were going to have a delay, a couple wow. seconds delay. So that they could clear things out like yes, that. Yes, in case oh my another gosh. celebrity came on and said something like that. I was like, that's such a cop out. Yes, it is. Answer it. Why are you not paying your women Ugh. the same as your men correspondents? Wow. Now, I don't know. Juliana Rancic might make good money. Right? Just as much as maybe Ryan Seacrest. I don't know. I doubt she makes as much as Ryan Seacrest. Oh, you're right. Ryan Seacrest is, I, yeah. he's up there. But... I wouldn't be okay with it. And I was so glad that Deborah Messing called it out. And poor Juliana Rancid was just like, uh. "Uh." (laughs) And so for me, it just feels like that's another just sign that we're still not making the progress we need to make, right? So with this whole uh, stipulation that I was talking about earlier, right, that Frances McDormand made, uh, the whole fact of making this inclusion writer something that's within Uh the contracts Uh for actors. As I've been looking and checking up on it, there hasn't been many actors that have wanted to do this besides wow. uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yes, which would make sense. Yes. But mm, I was going to say eye candy. I need to just reel it <laughs> you in. You need to reel it in, girl. <laughs> I because just saw the Black Panther movie, which I love. You married. And, and he, <laughs> right. And I love my baby boo. My honey is my everything. Okay. I do love him so much and he is so attractive. My, my husband. Okay. But I'm just saying. He, okay, y'all need to watch Black Panther, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> so he pretty much has adopted this for himself and his company. Yes. I thought that was amazing. Good but for he's the him. only one. And I'm just, what about all those huge, big list celebrities? Where wow. are you to add this? But see, I wonder how much, too. He's also an African-American male. Mm-hmm. And so for him, 
he knows what it feels like to be discriminated, you know? Yeah. And so my guess is it makes it a little easier to be able to empathize with someone else, whether that is a female, mm-hmm. you know, who happens to be of a different ethnicity because of the fact that you know what it's like. But see, that's why it makes me upset because I'm like, yeah. can can the, you know, Matt Damon's of the world yes. and the George, Clo- you know, George Clooney's yeah. of the world just step up. Mm-hmm. And instead of wearing the pin, actually act on it. I know. For your fellow yes. female actors. Absolutely. It's just, that's why it makes me upset whenever I watch award season because I see them with their pins and I just feel like you're not really, not all of you are in this right. together yeah. with these women that want change within mm-hmm. your industry. So that's the truth. that's my little rant. And I'm going to close it with this. Netflix, Reed uh, <laughs> Hastings has said that he has no interest in inclusion writers for diversity. Pretty much he's coming from the point of he's saying he doesn't want to force directors or actors to necessarily have to include diverse casts mm-hmm. or people behind the scenes he's saying we need to come up with different ways to do that mm-hmm. i don't want it to be forced upon them he's saying we're trying to do things creatively he says we're not so big on doing everything through agreements right he would rather have his staff speak with the filmmakers about how many women and people of color are working on the project before shooting begins that's how we look at it he says so i don't know i i guess as long as netflix is figuring out a way to keep uh, things inclusive, mm-hmm. then fine yeah. if that's what works for them. But yeah. at first, I was like, oh, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But so there's my little, little rant, familia. That's you let right. me know too. Maybe, maybe you think, "Mabel, you're being too hard on these A-listers." But I feel like they, yeah, they're I don't always, think so. you know, they always use their platform to speak about bigger things, yeah. and, and some of them are just speaking, and there's no action. So I would feel frustrated if I were one of their female peers and just felt like, yeah, you have the pin on, but I know you ain't doing nothing. Well, and then if you think about just across the board anyways, you know, in the corporate sector, anywhere we work, Mm -hmm. the truth is women are getting paid less than men. Yeah. And that sucks. You know, you could be doing the same job, same kind of training, maybe even more experience. And because you're female, you're going to get paid less. It's just not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. Mm -hmm. That's why we got to know our worth and ask for what we deserve. Yep. Like, you Part know, two, that's it, correct. Yes. Well, Josh was reminding that <laughs> yeah. of, you know, he was reminding us of that in last episode mm-hmm. was I go in and I'm like, this is how much I believe I deserve. Yeah. So either you can work with me on this or we walk away. That is true. Mm-hmm. All right. Our last story is we're closing on a bang. Yes. <laughs> this is such a fun story. I mean, I came across this article and I shared it with you, Mabes, and mm-hmm. it was just the cutest. It warmed my heart. <laughs> I'm totally going to butcher this because for some reason when I transitioned from English to Spanish, I just, <laughs> something happens to my tongue. I don't know. Nerdist. Beyond nerdist. <laughs> yes, yes. If you, if you, familiar, you remember, you remember that episode. Um, but so this article was about a, a woman who had turned 45 mm-hmm. and wanted to do like this big bash. She had never had a quinceañera. Yeah. Right. So that big, like. Uh, coming of age celebration that you have when you turn 15 right and so she just longed for it and she originally wanted it um when she turned 30 yeah for her 30th birthday but she had she was pregnant with her second son mm-hmm. and was like on bed rest probably i think that's what it yes, read right she, she was, was on bed rest and so she wasn't able to plan but it was the cutest thing she went as soon as she turned 45 she's like this is the year uh-huh went all out and had herself her little 45 añera, right <laughs> yeah, so it's you like did so good <laughs> Because she, and it was the cutest. She legit had like 
all of the poses that are, that a traditional quinceanera would have, mm-hmm. you know, she had her court of honor. So yes. she had what is called in, in Espanol, in Spanish, a chambelan. Yeah. So her escort, her honor escort, uh-huh. right? And then she had her damas, who are her um, her court of honor, yes. her, her, her girls that are like with her. And so they, they were comprised of her husband was her... Um, her main guy. Her, yes, her, her main guy. So yeah. the, the chambelan, uh-huh. the honor escort. And then... I want to say it was like her sister and some cousins and, and like a, a best friend, friend yeah. were like her, the girls on her court of honor, <laughs> yeah, which was the, the cutest. Wait, okay. So just, for, yes. just for our family that also doesn't know, uh, maybe they're not from a Hispanic household. What is a quinceanera? So this coming of age celebration that we have for our, our girls when they turn 15, mm-hmm. right? And it's like this rite of passage, if you will, yeah. where you throw this big party. It's a celebration that they're not, they're no longer a child, but they're not yet a woman. They're becoming, they're in that transitional yes. phase. And so it's like honoring womanhood and the fact that, you know, we now get to guide you and look at you from the sense of you're becoming this young woman, this mm-hmm. young lady. Yeah. And so, so there's all these little things yes. that the family does within like the ceremony mm-hmm. or the reception that are very symbolic. Like one of those, one of my faves is when the dad will remove the, you know, slippers or like a off flat. Of, it's like a flat, yes. right? A flat shoe. Exactly. Off of his daughter's feet. And replace it with what, maybe With a heel. <laughs> <laughs> because she's becoming a young lady. I know. It's wonderful. <laughs> so cute. So cute. And traditionally, you'll have like a father-daughter dance. Mm-hmm. And you'll have um, um, what is called a vals, right? So mm-hmm. like a waltz of like yeah. a song that, um, that has been choreographed. And your whole court of honor. So you're the girls that you've invited you know, to be there with you and, and the young men, including your honor escort are there mm-hmm. and they're, and they're dancing to it. And this lady, it's so cute because she had herself a little waltz. So her name was Lorena del Carmen Navarro. Yes. That's such a nice name. Pretty name. <laughs> like a totally novela status. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, um, so her son, her oldest son mm-hmm. choreographed the vals for her. Oh, so I love cute. That. And then he also composed a song for her and he <gasps> sang it to her. Be she, still my heart. Yes. She danced the vaults with her husband. <sighs> and so, so cute. I love so that. So adorable. And she looks gorgeous she in her does. pictures. We'll have those pictures up on our website so you can see her, by the way. Yes. She is a hot mama. Yes. Yeah. And 45 you know and doing her thing. Heck yeah. And in honor of the fact that we just got through with, you know, National Women's Day, mm-hmm. um, it was crazy because the article talked about it's never too late you know, for you to just celebrate you, celebrate yeah. life. And it's like, this is the one thing. She didn't get to do it as a young girl because her parents didn't have the finances for it. And let's be real, quinceaneras can be pricey. Yes. It might as well be a mini wedding. It is. It's up there, uh-huh. right? It's like everyone comes out the woodwork. All families are invited. I don't know how mom and dad did it for I us. I don't either, for With all of us. With five daughters. I know. We all had a quinceanera. It's crazy. Yes, it is. And, and they were all it, themed. Yes. And sometimes <laughs> it felt like back to back. Yeah. Well, oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, yours and Evelyn's yeah. were back to back pretty much. Probably a year and a half apart from and each other. And then mine was what? Another four years later. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, you have to recover from that last yeah. one. And then Naomi and Daisy were back to back. Same yes. difference as Evelyn and I. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was so cute because, yeah, it just speaks of, you know, she had wanted to do it, but her parents couldn't afford it. And she always kind of dreamed and longed, like, I, I really want that party. Yeah. I never got to have it. And I just thought it was so cute because you wouldn't normally hear of a woman who's 
you know, in their 40s thinking, I want a quinceañera. But mm-hmm. she, it was just something that she so longed for. And she could finally afford it. And she's like, why not? Yeah. And they had so much fun. <laughs> the pictures look, I yes. wanted to be invited to this quinceañera. Yes. <laughs> it was cute. Her, her son posted, I want to say it was on some kind of social media mm-hmm. um, outlet that, you know, his mom had had a quinceañera or a cuarenta y And, you know, look at her face. She's so happy. And that went viral. That's how we found out about the yes. article. You know, it was just, it was empowering and it was super cute. And it it's is. just all the feels. I, I love what he said. Um, he said, my mom seems to have inspired so many people <laughs> to realize that you are only as old as you feel. Mm-hmm. There have been so many women who didn't get a chance at a much deserved party who have pledged to have one now after seeing this tweet. It's crazy. And it makes me so happy, not just for my mother, but for all of these women. Yay. I love that. Because it's true. It would totally inspire me. Like, you know what? Yes. If I miss out on a big event like that. Mm-hmm. I would be like, you know what? Look at her doing her thing. I'm going to do it too. That's right. What's stopping me from doing That's it? That's right. I love that she did that and didn't hold back or wonder like, oh, what are people going to think? They're going to think this is like some novelty joke. That's true. She totally just did it. That's true. And aced it. Yeah. It you know what? And that reminds me. I just, I mean, I follow some friends, like they're childhood friends, but I follow this friend of mine. Um, and I noticed this was a while ago, maybe sometime last year, her parents who were actually friends with our parents when we were growing up, mm-hmm. um, had just had a wedding. And mm-hmm. it's like, I want to say it's like their 25th anniversary, maybe longer, maybe 30th. I don't yeah. remember exactly. Um, but I know that her daughters are like maybe two or three years younger than I am. And it was the cutest because mom was legit in a wedding dress. Dad was in his tux, like a for real wedding. Yeah. And I, at first I thought, oh, that's interesting. Because usually you renew vows. And yes, you still wear a pretty dress, but it's not so much a wedding dress. Uh-huh. And then I thought about it and I thought, you know what it must have been about? It was the fact that this time should probably, you know, you've been together longer. Mm-hmm. Things change. Styles change. Yeah. You probably have a little more means than you did when you were starting off. Mm-hmm. And now you get to have the kind of wedding that you wanted with the people that you wanted and the food that you really can afford <laughs> yes. and want. And I was like, girl, yes. More power to yes, you. Yes, maybe I will uh-huh. do that too. You, <laughs> you, you, you convinced me, girl. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yes. It was so cute because her daughters were her... Um, her um bridesmaids it was so cute i just i'm not gonna lie i one of my really good friends she's getting married and i look at all the wedding dresses you know the new styles i'm like where were all of these but your dress was gorgeous eight years ago gorgeous i mean save it for me who got married in 05 (laughs) and i was just like super old school i might as well it it was a gaudy wedding probably like it was not oh my goodness But now, like, like, the aesthetic is so different. Yes. And even my flowers were different. I'm like, What I'm saying is now, now you can put, like, some baby's breath in a little vase. And that's cute. I'm like, back in the day, you would have done that. Succulents, I would have had those in my (laughs) bouquet somewhere. Yes. You know? But I'm saying, like, back in the day, people would be like, baby's breath, dang. They real real tight (laughs) on really skipping there. (laughs) And now it's totally I know, I know. You know, this minimalistic thing. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, Mabes. I totally dream of like, originally my husband and I had said, okay, our 10 year wedding anniversary is something that. big. Yes. And then it came and it was like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> and so 15 is coming up real quick. It is, Ellie. So I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking maybe not 15. It depends. Uh-huh. But 20 for sure, I'd like to do something. Oh, and I feel like should. that's. Girl, take us to like know, a destination wedding or something. That would be nice. <laughs> you know what? We'll have to think about it. But I'm like, I do. I, I just thank the Lord so much for my husband and just, you know, who he is in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like that. I, I dream of that. I dream of it because, yeah, you know, starting off, that was in 05 and he, he was working, but I was like and I was working, but we were I was so young yeah. and I just feel like, you know, 
I don't know. There were so many things that now you look at. You're right. You look at weddings now and wedding yeah. catalogs here and there, and you think, oh, my gosh, there's so much more yes. I could have done. <laughs> and I would have had a small, intimate wedding. Yes, so I if agree. I, if I do that. I totally agree. I just want that. Just a small, intimate wedding, you know, or a vow renewal. Yeah. And that, I dream of that. Yeah. But I mean, who knows? <laughs> My tent's coming up, so maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think it's, it's, there's something awesome about that because it's true. The, you know, when you first get married, a lot of it too, let's be real. You're doing a lot to honor your parents too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, it's like, this is an awesome day for them too. This is an important day for them. Their yeah. baby girl is getting married mm-hmm. or their son is getting married. Yeah. And so you are kind of, you know, kind of playing along to, to kind of please them and make sure that you're honoring them. Yeah. Um, but I figure now at 20 year anniversary, it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <missing> myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. But I dream of it. We'll oh. see. Oh, yeah. thank you. I love that. I love that story. <laughs> this is awesome. So we'll have all of these articles, all of our banter articles up on our uh, page for this episode, episode 26. Go to a littlemaspodcast.com to catch up on all of the episodes that maybe you have missed. Or you can find us on Apple Podcasts slash, but you know, we used to be called iTunes, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, Stitcher, and like always, leave us a rating. Yes, yes. Yes, please rate us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. What, what were you going to say? Realized. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. What? It's not a little bit thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, please rate us on there as well. And we just want to hear from you, familia. We love listening to what you guys have to say. Yes, we do. So we'll see you on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. For now, this is Mabel. And Celeste. And you've been listening to A, A Little, Little Mas. Mas. Adios.